Father God, thank you once again for this new series that we start today. I'm praying that you will enlighten our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to welcome you back to the Women in Revival podcast. We are still on our series, Deepening Your Faith. So we are still on the Deepening Your Faith series, but this is series two. Series one, we were focusing on prioritizing your prayer life. And in this series two, we shall be focusing on prioritizing your study life. Remember last time we saw what priority means. is what you put, what you see as important above all else. So you need to take your prayer life and your study life as important above all else. Important than going to work actually. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't go to work. So that means you need to cave time for your prayer life and your study life while you are still a career woman. So go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk There you find our previous series, the sub-series one, Prioritizing Your Prayer Life and this series, Prioritizing Your Study Life. And if you need to contact us, you should be able to do that via our website, which is www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. And you can send us your WhatsApp messages or give us a call on plus 447944398415. So it is my prayer that the Lord will engage your heart as we go through this. We are still in the month of January and there is no better time to make up your mind to walk closer with God, to get deeper in your work with God. I know women can be very shallow and we can be very busy doing things for the Lord while honestly we are not hearing from God, we are not talking to God. Um, We don't want to be strangers in his presence. We don't want to be hypocrites who are not engaging him, yet we are engaging people for him. No. So today on this sub-series 2, Prioritizing Your Study Life, I want us to look at general introduction. So I'm just going to do a quick brief general introduction to this. And I want us to read a few scriptures first. Let's read Proverbs 24, just as we did in the sub-series 1. So Proverbs 24, verse 30 to 34. And I think I'm going to read it from the King James Version. It says, I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. You don't want to be a woman that is void of understanding. We get understanding in God's word. So verse 31 goes and says, And lo, it was all grown over with thorns, and natures had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. This is the state of some of you throughout the year 2021. And you don't want to continue like that. You don't want your life to be full of so much thorns, so much natures, to the point that even the stone wall, your life has no beauty anymore. And it is the Lord that defies us through his word. And verse 32 went on to say, Then I saw and considered it well. So the sage father is saying that when I looked at the vineyard of the lazy person, of the person that lacked understanding, I looked, I considered, and this is my conclusion. He says, I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that travel it. 
and I want as an armed man. So what is this saying to us again? If we abandon our study life, our lives will become full of tons, even the tons of other people's preaching, even the tons of podcasts. I really appreciate the fact that you listen to the Women in Revival podcast, but if that is what is sustaining you, then honestly, I'm questioning your listening to Women in Revival podcast. If you say, well, I mean so much Bible study, but if Bible study is not helping you to engage God on a personal level, then I don't know. So if you are not taking your study life serious, your life will soon become a, a life of various junks, a life full of thorns where your stone wall is broken down. So it's a little folding of hands. So again, I'm saying that having a consistent study life is not going to happen by accident. You have to be deliberate. You have to be deliberate. You have to prioritize it. You have to give it number one in your day-to-day activities. And I'm praying that you will do so in this year, 2022. If you are struggling, seek for help. Help is available. You might need to be accountable to somebody for a season. I've had to do that with few sisters. So that might help you. And then Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, Come now and let us reason together. That's all I want. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. So this is God speaking here. Even though I know I've pulled this out of its context, but the bit that I just want to say to you is that as you get to God's word, that is where you are able to see how God reason. You get to discover God's mind in his word. It says, come, let us reason together. There is no aspect of life that you won't find answer to in God's word. That is why it is important to engage God in his word. When you sit down to open the Bible to study, what you are doing is you are reasoning with God. Oftentimes, we reason with each other. We reason to, with people. We love being in meetings, and which is good. I'm not saying don't be in meetings. But if that is the only way that your life is resourced, then you are in trouble. There is the need to engage God beyond platforms, beyond meetings, beyond group studies. There is the need that whatsoever you are reading, you are learning, you are taking it beyond there to a personal time. Because that is where God breaks things down to you. That Look, this is this with you. That is that for you. So God says, come, let us reason together. And the only way that God has made available for us to reason with him is in his word. You learn how God reasons. For example, is it about marriage? You find that in the Bible. Is it about child upbringing, finances? Just name it. Everything is locked up in the Bible. So God wants to reason with you, even in this year, 2022. And I'm praying that you will make yourself available for the Lord. And finally, Isaiah 41:15 says, Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, haven't it? Thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small and shall make the hills as chaff. So God wants to make you, wants to work upon you. And the instrument that God uses to work upon people is his word. God says, I want to make you into a new sharp threshing instrument. I want to make you a new kind of mother to your children, a new kind of wife to your husband. I want to sort things that you struggled with for years. I want to sort them out with you. But this only happens as you become a woman that is building God in his word. And it is my prayer that indeed, 
you will prioritize your personal time in the world above all else in this year 2022 i'm not telling you to compete with people i'm not saying study the way i study i'm not saying read the bible the way i read it i'm saying cultivate your own work with god it's very very important how God relates with me may be different from how he relates with you. But you need to get into that union with him. Don't only profess being born again. The essence of our being born again is to be restored back to the relationship that we lost in Adam in Eden's garden. God desires a relationship with human beings. And the way he relates with us is through his word and through prayer. And I'm praying that you will take your prayer life serious and your study life serious in this year 2022 i don't know how you want to survive without the word of god you know i'm remembering that scripture in psalm 11 that says your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path we have many paths to walk through in this new year and it is only the word of god that can lighten our path that can shed light even into decisions actions that we need to take so if you are not a woman who is daily engaging god then how do you hear from god do you want to hear God from the crowd? No, I want to first hear God privately. I want it to be that as I hear him privately, he's confirming it among the crowd. Fine. But I want it to be that I'm first hearing God even on a personal level. You know, I remember a meeting that I went for a couple of years ago. I think that was 2016. It was a ladies' meeting. And I remember I was seeking God's face, saying, Lord, what is your plan for me? Why are you allowing me to go for this meeting? And the Lord said to me, it is the preparation of Esther. So go and be studying the book of Esther. And you know, I just went and I was reading Esther. I was studying Esther. And I remember traveling down. I was still studying Esther. So Esther became what I was studying while I was there. And I remember the first night of this meeting, I was allowed to be part of the pre conference pre-retreat meeting and it's amazing the first day it was on esther i throughout the meeting it became clear that everything was based on the book of esther and i remember this particular morning the exact thing that i studied about um Haman and i was an agagite and the chaos he caused and how the disobedience of King Saul brought that about and things like that, you know, and I wrote my notes and it was so encouraging for me that getting to the meeting that very day, that was what was preached. You can't, you, there is nothing you want to say to me not to follow God, you know, because he has spoken to me in my personal time with himself. So this is what God today. I always love it before going to meetings, maybe conferences, retreats, to first see God's face. You know, I want to know, Lord, what are you seeking to do? What is this? And oftentimes, I found that some scriptures the Lord has shared with me, burdening my heart with, they are what I heard spoken about when I get to this meeting. So my heart is more open to hear, you know. So that is what God wants to do with you. Don't settle on group meetings. Let group meetings take you to a place of deeper time in God's word. And if you have any need, if you need help, do feel free to contact us on plus 44-7944-398-415 or drop us a message on our website. Amen.
thank you father god for the continuity of this series and this sub-series i'm praying that you will open our hearts and please cause these women to long for a deeper fellowship with you indeed in prayer and in the word in jesus name amen so i want to welcome you back to the women in revival podcast i hope you are finding this series useful god is not just seeking for women who will labor for him god is actually first and foremost seeking for women who will relate with him who will fellowship with him so whatever season of life you are maybe you are a single woman maybe you are a teenager maybe you are a young wife maybe you are um, a grandma or a great grandma whatever season of life you are god desire a deeper fellowship with you and as our season varies the way we may fellowship with god may varies but what matters is the need to be constantly engaging god in prayer and in the word so in this sub-series too deepening your faith prioritizing your study life yesterday we looked at the general introduction and the need to take care of our study life or else many other things we we overgrown our lives actually if you are not prioritizing your study life even your day-to-day activities will clog your life that you won't have time to study you have to be deliberate it won't happen by accident so we have so much to do on a daily basis that honestly you will end up not having time with the lord in his word unless you make it a priority that when you wake up after your prayer you want to study i know some people when they wake up they study then they pray for me i start with prayer then i move into sitting down to dig into the word of god so whatever that may be for you but it is important to know that you have to be deliberate you have to prioritize your study life if you missed yesterday's episode go back to our website oakofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us our website contact us page has what is needed to get in touch with us so today i want us to look at how to personal study how to do personal study how do you do your personal study now there are various ways people do their personal study but like i've been saying what matters to me first and foremost is that it is consistent it is a daily thing some people read through the year so as the year started now some people have started going through the bible so some may start from genesis some do it chronologically so whatever will work for you i think for me what matters is that you are studying so some read through reading differs from studying so i do both i do reading so for me for example when i wake up in the morning after my prayer time i listen to proverb a proverb a day so if today is peace, um 28th 24th then i listen to proverbs 24 proverbs 28 so a proverb a day then after that i just listen before i used to read it but i found that i just listening to it is more helpful for me so i just listen to to that and afterwards then i go into my study and it depends on what i'm studying i usually study a book of the old testament and a book in the new testament and afterwards when i finish my study there are other things i do there are other christian books that i read afterwards things like that anyway so there is the need to develop your personal study so some people read through 
So the reason why I don't just do reading through is that you may read through the Bible a year, but you may not necessarily get much. So I don't settle on just reading through. And honestly, I don't encourage people that make sure you read through the Bible a year. Because what is the point of reading through that you can't lay hold of something? So with the reading through, this is what I do. My bedtime reading or afternoon, I listen through the Bible. And then bedtime, I may do three chapters, four chapters before sleeping so that I can walk through the Bible. So that is what I'm doing this year. But that will be my evening reading. And while I'm cooking in the kitchen, while I'm mowing, while I'm going out, I might be listening to a particular book of the Bible so that I can cover that also. So all of this, like I've been saying, needs deliberateness. You need to be deliberate. These things won't happen. So this is, I'm talking about your personal time. So while it is right to listen to messages, I do have messages that I listen to. There are times actually when I just shut down every other activities outside and just maybe go through a series of teachings. So whatever that may be. So I have nothing against that. But developing your own personal time in gospel is very, very important because you are hearing directly from God. Other people's messages, podcasts, just name it, they are second-hand messages. They are what somebody have received from God that they are passing down to you. And they are quite useful. They have helped us, but you don't want to stop there. That is where your personal Bible study comes in. So you can do the reading through the year if that works for you. But if you are doing the reading through the year, this is what I would suggest. If you are reading three chapters, four or five chapters a year, look at something that is striking for you in the midst of all the chapters that you have read and jot down, journal what you have taken because it's easy to forget what you have learned and also maybe find somebody to share what you have learned with. But I think it's worth writing down what you've taken from those three chapters that you have read. And like I said, some do chronological reading and on the Bible U version, they do have plans that help you read through the year. They do have plans that help you read chronologically through the year. So whatever works for you. And like I said, I love the audio Bible. So you may use the audio version where you just listen to what the Bible is reading to you. And I found that very helpful. Sometimes in the midst of listening to a chapter or some chapters, it may be a verse, it may be some issues that struck me. Then I would then find time to go back and then sit down and look through and walk through. So that is how I have been helped. So, and there are many other ways that you may want to do this. And I know that there are many tools out there that helps people to to engage the world. There are many um, tools, whatever works for you. I know there is the Bible Gateway, which we all know, the U version, like I mentioned, and the Blue Letter Bible. All these are helpful. Um, there is also the King James Bible, I think, .org or .com. I found that very helpful. It's very, very useful also. So wherever, whatever can help you to read through your Bible, to spend time daily in the Word, please do engage it. And I'm going to read to you the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8. And I'll read from a few translations. The King James Version says, The book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So what is he saying? The book of the Lord. What is the book of the Lord? The Bible. 
like the NIV says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. How do you keep it on your lips if you are not spending time with it? How can the book of the law not depart from you if you are not spending time in it? So there is the need to spend time in the Bible and as you do that, it won't depart. Then it goes on, how do you do this? Say, meditate. So when you read chapters, meditate on something that is striking as you read those chapters. Don't just read and close and finish for today. So meditate day and night. As you go on, it becomes something that you meditate upon. As you come back in the night, you may still go back and meditate on that and probably look at a few verses that struck you again. And as you meditate, it says, then you will be able to observe and to do according to all that is written. So if you are not reading the Bible, you won't even know what is written, not to talk of observing. So there is the need to engage God's word for yourself throughout 2022. And as you observe what happens, it makes your ways you will make your way prosperous then you will be prosperous and successful the NIV says this is why it is important to spend time in God's word don't let God's word depart from you don't let activities of life take away from you the word of God it is important to spend good quality time in the word of God and then 1 Timothy chapter 4 Verse 13 says, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scriptures, to preaching and teaching. I just need the first bit. The King James says, Till I come, give attendance to reading. The first thing where the good news says, Until I come, give your time and effort to the public reading of the scriptures. You see, you have to give, you have to be deliberate, you have to be, you have to be intentional. You have to be devoted. Devote yourself to the reading of the scriptures. And before I finish this series, I think I should read Proverbs chapter 4. And let me let me quickly read. Proverbs chapter 4, maybe I should read from verse 1 and 2. It says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. Are you saying the NIV says, listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. And it goes on and on. If you have time, go and go through Proverbs chapter 4. So there is the need to listen. There is the need to attend. There is the need to be devoted to God's word. Attend to it. Attend to know God's word. As you do that, you will find good doctrine. You won't be a woman that stirs here and there. They say, this is what we are doing, then you are in it. Another one is happening, then you are all over, you are scattered. When I see scattered women, honestly, I know their problem. That their problem is a lack of digging deep into the Lord. And I'm praying that the Lord will help you. Because it is in de- developing your personal time with God that you find constant rest for your soul. And I'm praying that you will be a devoted woman, a woman that is diligent, a woman that is committed to her personal work with God, even through studying and through reading the Word of God. Amen.
thank you so much father god for this series again and i'm praying that it will not just be a series that my listeners listen to and move on but engage their hearts you know my desire is not that they keep coming to women in revival but my desire is as they come they are helped they grow please lord make us even christian women who are depending on you through our prayer life and through our time in the world thank you father in jesus name amen so i want to welcome you back to the women in revival podcast and particularly to this series on deepening your faith and to this sub series prioritizing your study life yesterday we looked at how to personal bible study how to do personal bible study isn't it uh we talked about reading through the year chronologically listening to audios and the likes and if you've missed that episode you go back to our website okofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us go on our contact us page and contact us or leave a comment on our comment page on this particular series god is inviting and provoking our hearts to come and dig deep into him you know it's so easy for us women to be shallow but god is looking for women who are digging deep and i'm praying that you'll be that kind of a woman today we want to look at doing in-depth study how can you grow deeper as you do in-depth study can you sit down and study in depth yes honestly you can spend an hour studying you can spend 30 minutes whatever but you can look at the scripture and you know you find nuggets you find treasures even in me sometimes i'm going through a particular scripture and i can't move away from a particular verse i'm finding myself coming back two three days just on one verse and god is expanding it it's not because one is a super christian honestly god wants to communicate to all of his children so sometimes we allow people and say oh they are the one who have secrets to in-depth study god wants to make that secret available to you also the secrets of the kingdom is made available to disciples so if you want to understand god better he wants to make that available to you yesterday we looked at joshua chapter 1 verse 8 which i'm quickly going to look at as we talked about in-depth study and it goes on i'm reading it from the niv it says keep this book of the lord always on your lips so there is the need to keep it and if you are not spending time with it how can it be on your lips then it goes on meditate on it day and night you see so in keeping god's words on your lip you are thinking about it you are ruminating on it that is how you study the word you meditate you don't just read through but you settle on it you look at it phrase for phrase verse for verse verse by verse so it says meditate on it let it be on your lips some of us it is the teaching of other people that have been on our lips they are what we sing they are what we praise they are what we just name it why that is good but the teaching of other people should take you to seek god deeper so the book of the law by the god says keep it let it be on your lips meditate on it day and night why so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful honestly working with god is actually for your own benefit you think if you are not spending time with god in prayer in the world you are you are punishing god not at all god is sufficient in himself it is for our own benefit 
So God says, the book of the law should not leave your lips. Be sure that the book of the law is always read in your worship. So there should be no day that you don't spend time in God's word. You say, say, study it day and night. Study God's word during the day and during the night, in the morning and in the evening. And also, I also see saying, even in your day season, maybe you are a teenager, it's your day season, study the word. And maybe you are an older woman, a grandma now, and you are, so to say, in your night season, there is still the need for you to study the word. So how do we study God's word is what we want to look at. This is what I do. So for example, if I'm going through Matthew chapter 1, so what I will do is the first day that I will read Matthew chapter 1, I will read the entire chapter 1 to have an overview, to understand the theme of that chapter 1. So having read the whole of chapter 1 today, so I will summarize what I took from chapter 1 in my notes. So I have a study note that I keep. So I'll summarize that and then write my prayer. So tomorrow I come back to that same Matthew chapter 1 now and then come and look at it. It may be a verse. It might be two verses. It might be three verses. It might be a topic in that chapter 1. Maybe that has five, six, seven verses that I will just settle on. So I will read. I will look at various translations to see what it's saying. I will engage dictionaries. I love the Webster 1828 dictionary. It's a Christian dictionary. I'll use that or any other dictionary that is available to look for words that are striking to me. So I will look at it, the commas, the um, colons, semicolons, punctuations are very important. You know, I look at it. Sometimes it might be looking at the verse before. For example, maybe it says therefore. So before going into the therefore, I'm asking what happened I saying therefore. So this is how you study. You don't just read through and put it down. So like the um, Joshua 1, 8 that I read earlier, it says, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night. So if I'm studying this, I may probably be thinking for the meaning of keep. So I may look for the dictionary meaning. Sometimes I've found that even words that are very simple, as I check dictionaries, it goes deeper. So I might look at the word meditate. I might think of what is the meaning of day and night. You know, so words that are striking to me, I may put them down and you know look at it and put down my notes. And as I do that, some other verses may come that I might add to what I'm studying. Some people use study. There, there are some study Bibles that have footnotes. You might be able to use that. There is a video my daughter did in the past on quiet time delving deeper. I think she dealt with all of these various tools that might be helpful in discovering God's word. So sit down, study, meditate, think about it. Imagine, look at it. Are you reading a story in the Bible? Don't just read and go. You know, sit down, think of that story. Bring yourself in the story, into the story. Think of the time that that story was written. You know, bring that story into today. Look at it in various ways. You know, if I'm studying a verse or a story, I'm looking at it as my, okay, as a woman, as a wife of a minister, as a mother, I look at it in various aspects of my life. I look at it in view of my present season. So I look at it broad. So I spend more time meditating, thinking, and jotting down what the Lord is saying to me. 
So there is the need, if you are going to be a woman that is going to go deeper, you need to go beyond just reading the Bible. You need to study. And studying takes time. It does take time. But if you do that, you will find it very, very rewarding. Doing in-depth study is very, very rewarding. And as you do that, you will find yourself discovering God more and more. Sometimes, you know, I might take two verses and look at it closely. And sometimes I might cross-reference. Sometimes I might look at the rendition of a particular story that I'm studying in another rendition. You know, maybe, for example, the story of Herodias. I might look at it in another rendition and find that there is something that is in this rendition that is not in maybe Matthew gospel and I may look at that and look at that and you know put down my notes and draw out issues and then go to the Lord in prayer so as I do that study I look at my life where does this fit in in my life what is the challenge God is bringing to my heart what are the issues and sometimes as I study in depth I see God revealing events in the day to me I see God speaking directly to my heart I see God ministering to my need even as I sit down to study in depth. So this is a challenge I'm giving you in this year 2022, to be a woman that dig deeper, even into God's word. Before I finish this episode, let me read 2 Corinthians 3, verse 16. It says, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord. If you look at this, it says, but. You don't start a sentence with but. The KJV says, nevertheless. You don't start a sentence with nevertheless. That tells you something has transpired. So if I'm studying now, I might need to go back to verse 14 to look at what happened. Then I can then study verse 16 effectively. So now let me just focus on my verse 16. It says, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. So that means this verse is talking about a particular veil. So going to the previous verse may explain things better for you. So when we turn to the lord as we dig deep god removes veil when you are not studying in a rush god is able to remove veils from you he's able to make things clearer and clearer to you that is the beauty of in-depth study and we have many tools which i think i might quickly touch on in this series maybe when we come another time tools that might help you to study further and it is my prayer that you'll be a woman who grow deeper indeed in your personal study of the Word of God. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this series and Alpha you've helped us. I'm praying that you will cause it to be useful to all the listeners. In Jesus' name, Amen. So I want to welcome you back to this series of Women in Revival and particularly to this sub-series of Women in Revival. 
we are still on deepening your faith series and this sub-series is prioritizing your study life yesterday we talked briefly on in-depth study and if you've missed that episode do go back to our website oakofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us do feel free to contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or via our website or comment on this particular podcast series and we'll respond so today we want to deal with tools to study tools to help you study in depth like i said go beyond just reading the bible sit down to study in depth don't say my goal is to read through the bible but let it be that your goal is to get the bible through you and that is what happens as you get into in-depth study so let us i'm going to just share a few tools that will help you to study there are many but i'll just touch on a few like i said my daughter did a youtube video on quiet time which you will find on youtube if you send us a message i might be able to send you the links to this video they are quite helpful very helpful for both old and young so what are the tools to study maybe i should first define the meaning of tools the merriam webster dictionary defines tools as an instrument or a machinery a handheld device that aids in accomplishing a task and it says something used in performing an operator or necessary in the practice of a vocation or profession. So that is what we want to look at. We want to look at what are machines that are useful in performing your study, your Bible, your personal Bible study. And that is what we want to look at, even in this particular episode. And before I do that, maybe I should quickly read Matthew 15, verse 32. Matthew 15:32, and it says. Then said he unto them, Therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure things old and new. So this is what happens when you become that woman that studies deeper and deeper and deeper. You find that your life becomes a treasure, treasure of scriptures, treasure of the word of God. So even when you are asked to speak, it will, it will be effortless. Why? Because God is working upon your own life on a daily basis. Let me read it from the NIV. It says, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. And the good news says, So he replied, This means then that every teacher of the law who becomes a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like a homeowner who takes new and old things out of his storage room and that is the beauty of studying the word day by day the word becomes new to you honestly scriptures you've studied many years many times as you go by becomes new new and new so as you discover god you'll keep finding treasures from his word that is the beauty of studying so what are the tools now that you need to do this what are the tools needed to grow in your own personal study one if you are studying let me first if you are studying bible characters for example um there are a few may should i call them bible dictionary um for example maybe you are studying a woman in the bible there are books that have lists of women of the bible there is one by herbert 
Lokia, if I'm correct. And there is another one that I have. I think I have two of such on women of the Bible. So sometimes when going through women of the Bible, going through that to look at, okay, let me see what is written about this woman. Sometimes after I've studied, so look at it. So it helps, it opens your eyes more about that particular woman in the Bible. And I'm sure there is also the one for men of the Bible. So if you actually Google, you will find this, you will find them cheaper to buy on Amazon or eBay. So women of the Bible or men of the Bible, they help with character studies. So when you are looking at a particular person, looking at a particular person of the Bible, you grab your this book and it's, the, the names are in alphabetical order. So you just need to go to the first letter of that name. Maybe, for example, you are looking at Moses. So you go to M and then you see Moses and you can read up on Moses. So then as you do your own study, your verses on Moses, whatever you are looking at, then you have more information on Moses. So I have the women of the Bible I call it dictionary, a list of women of the Bible. I have to, like I said, the Abbot Lokia. I can't remember the second one now, but I can think of the picture even as I'm speaking now. And apart from that, there is also the concordance, which has an alphabetical list of topics of words in the Bible. So maybe, for example, you want to study doctrine. So if you go on D, just like you are using a normal dictionary, so go on D. Go on doctor you find doctrine and it will list various verses of the bible that talks about doctrine so that is a concordance there's a crudence concordance there's a strong concordance that's one of the ones i'll be using this year because i have some in-depth study to do god willing just for my own life so concordance is a very good tool for you if you want to grow there is a topic you are looking at and you want to know more so you get verses through concordance and also the 1828 webster dictionary like i said earlier i find it very helpful sometimes you look at a particular word and it gives you verses actually on that word so i use the online version and also i think i mentioned bible gateway where you have i know there's a subscribed option where you can have more access so there's a bible gateway and there is a blue letter bible and there is a king james bible in the past there was a time when i did a study on proverbs 31 i think when i was looking at the four things that were little but wise i think it was this year or so and i found it very useful so you have commentaries and the likes even on the blue letter bible or the king james bible.org or.com i can't remember the website of it but if you need more information chat us on our website or send us whatsapp message and we'll be able to put you through and also the bible handbook is also very helpful and also using a study bible is very helpful and using comparative study bibles having more than a bible will help you to study deeper even on a personal note so you know get yourself these tools and also get yourself a personal notebook for your study as one finishes get another one write the dates you know every day that you are studying write the date sometimes i write where i am i write the time that i'm studying so i just do that and like at the end of last year what i did was to go through all my study notes for 2021 and it was such a blessing 
I do go through my study notes very this that was the first time that I went through everything it was such a blessing so I have a study note some calls it journal journal and also I forgot to tell you, there are also journaling Bible I don't use journaling Bible I think my daughters they do have one each or so so you may want to use journaling Bible what I'm saying is that whatsoever will help you to study to dig deep into God's Word engage it while uh, plans are good like on you version you get Bible plans but don't settle on that while daily guides are good or devotionals are good I have devotionals that I use after I finished studying this year I decided that I'm using wisdom for women I think by Jill Briscoe and also another one um, I'm using two anyway one for the morning and another one in the evening I know it's written by Debbie Bryson I use devotional so I'm not saying don't use devotional but what I'm saying is that devotional must not be the main source of you engaging God you want to sit down and study the word on a personal level so these and many more and there are many tools that can help you to study the word further I do say that our generation is so blessed women of old many of them had no access to Bible women like Mary just walked miles to access a Bible in those days, some women they walk miles to another person's house who has a Bible to just glean few verses and take home and take up on their heart. But in our generation, we have Bibles on our laptop, on our phone, our various devices. Some of us have various translations in our homes. They are just for decorations now. Get into your Bible in this year 2022. Dig deep. Create time. Be a woman in the world. Be a woman of the world. And as you do so, you will see what you will become. You become what you are building. Are you spending too much time over television or television or social media? Cut down and spend those time engaging God's word. And you will see how you will be transformed and how you will grow deeper and deeper. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all you've helped us, even in this sub-series too, of deepening our faith, as we've been looking at prioritizing our personal Bible study time. I'm praying for as many women who have joined with me on this series, that you will help them to prioritize their study time, help them to be deliberate, help them to carve time out for their personal time. Please, Lord Jesus, thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome you back and thank you for joining us to the end of this series, Prioritizing Your Study Life. Yesterday, we were looking at tools that can help us to study. So please grow. I love seeing women grow, honestly. Like I've said, my intention is not, is not to have women keep coming to my Bible study again and again. While I love it, while I want to fellowship, but my joy, honestly, is 
at the uppermost when women I'm studying with are telling me I'm doing this study this is going on this is what the Lord is teaching me and they are growing you know it helps me this year for example one of my it's not all of my groups I have to most of our group studies are cut down and usually even our group studies are not so much before and even now because I want personal development I want women to grow and one of my goals this year is to engage on one-to-one study with people so if you want to engage on a one-to-one do feel free to contact me and we see how to take that further go to our website okofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our contact us page if you need to contact us or send us your message to plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five so we've come to the end of this sub series too and i hope it is a blessing to you i hope you have been helped one thing that i want to say is that i am not bringing you to a place of guilt because i know one of the things that women get into is guilt Oh, I've not been able to be reading my Bible, I've not been doing my study, and you become guilty, and the enemy then cripple your mind. No. Our personal devotion to the Lord in prayer and in the Word is not religion, you must know. It is a relationship. And that is why I kept saying, I'm not going to say, well, it must be this time, it must be that time, you must make sure you wake up 3 a.m. every day, you must make sure you are doing doing three chapters you must make sure you are reading through the bible a year you must make sure this then you become legalistic but as you grow with the lord he will bring you to a place of consistency with him for me i didn't get where i am with the lord in one day it's a process it's a journey and i'm still growing the way i'm working with god in this year 2022 in the studying of the word is not how i worked last year things have changed god has grown me to a deeper level so it's a journey it's a growth so i don't want you to get guilty but i want you to be deliberate to say i want to grow i want to see you grow i don't want you to you to be a woman that is ever feasting on people ever feasting on meetings like a parasite ever depending on meetings on activities for your personal growth no you don't want that while group meetings they are useful they've been such a blessing to me also while reading books are useful i read books many books i have to order a few books for myself for this year that i want to study that i want to go through so i have nothing against all this but if these things are hindering you from a personal time with god then we need to question these things so today i just want to talk very briefly on the various study methods that you can engage for your personal work with god I talked about tools yesterday, so today I will be pointing you to various methods that can help you, that will help you even to engage God the more in your personal study. Maybe you are just starting, you are saying, oh, I don't even know how to go about it, it's so difficult. Well, there are tools that have been put in place, I've used this with people, they call them study methods. So there is the um there is one they call seven arrows so there are arrows that says what does it say as you read the bible what does this verse says um what does it say to its original audience what does it say about god what does it say about man what does it demand of me how does it change the way i relate to people how does it prompt me to pray so that is the seven arrows and there is the feast method also which is focus engage access spark Turn and there is the um, focus method, 
there is the grow method there is the idea method there is the power method the rip method six questions soap word they go on and on the word method for example says write down your favorite verses word of god write down your favorite verses observations write down what struck you what strike out to you reflect apply what you read in your to your life apply what you read to your life then the last one d devotion what do you feel compelled to tell god so if you need these tools do contact us and we point you in the right direction as to how to get these um, study methods that might help you to grow even in your own personal work with god uh, uh, for example look at the idea method the idea method says identification that is i what's going on in the passage that you are reading then d direction what truth is this passage directing you to see and the e encouragement what is the passage encouraging you to do and the a application how can you apply the truth and wisdom in this passage to your life so that is the idea method you can try all of them and then settle down in which one will help you further so i'm praying that you will see the need to grow deeper and deeper in your personal work with god this year you have no excuse i have no excuse start where you are if it means spending five minutes every day start from there it will build up and you will see how you will discover god's word more and more and then there will be a longing for god's word i can't imagine myself not spending time in god's word every day because there is a longing honestly it's an addiction for me i'm addicted and this is what i say to the lord this is one addiction i'm asking for don't take it from me the place of prayer and the place of the word i even if i come down after my prayer time to quickly grab something down say my mind ought to do something quickly before sitting down to study my mind is in what i'll be learning today what i'll be discovering you see there is an excitement there is a longing for me in god's word and that is what happens as you make it a daily thing so as you grow in it day by day you will find out that it becomes effortless like my driving instructor used to say to me it becomes second nature you know it becomes serious there is no super christian out there who knows how to study it all it's because they become what they become today because they prioritize their study life they prioritize their prayer life and maybe for you your mornings are usually busy you are distracted if afternoon will work better for you then do so there's nothing wrong in sitting down in the afternoon if it is evening do so whatever will work for you what i want is i want you to start from somewhere it is very very important to grow in your prayer life is it television that has taken your time beg god to take these longings from you and give you a longing for his word and as you do so i'm praying that your work with god this year will be vibrant deeper happier wonderful and glorious amen